Good day, listeners. Today I'm joined by Kola Masha, co-founder and managing director of Babangona. I think you refer to yourself as the lead coordinator, Kola, for GiveFood.ng, the coalition that was set up the outset of the coronavirus pandemic to help look after the most vulnerable, those who are struggling to access food, primarily in Lagos, but I think not limited to there. Good afternoon, Kola. It's a joy to have you. Thank you so much for the kind invitation. My pleasure. So first things first, tell us how Lagos and more broadly Nigeria is coping with, with the coronavirus pandemic. Well, I think the realities are that, uh, you know, these types of health challenges, you know, many developing countries are struggling. They already had relatively underfunded uh, health systems. Uh, but I think despite the challenges, what's been most society has really asked us to try to play their role uh, during this very difficult time. So you mentioned uh, public-private sector collaboration. I'm sat in Southern Africa. It's been a strong feature of this pandemic. Unprecedented cooperation between industry, civil society, and states. We've seen certainly in South Africa, and I think it's been emulated in many countries. And I know, speaking to my colleagues in East Africa, um, that it's been a feature of the response there. Really warming to, to see or gladdening to see. Tell us a little bit more about this collaboration that's been so much a feature of what you've heard in Nigeria, and perhaps your own collaboration, the one that you're leading. Uh, I think we've seen uh, collaboration really on two key fronts. I think the first is really around the area of health, and uh, particularly helping to ensure that, that enough isolation centers were built and staffed effectively. And so we saw uh, in Nigeria multiple fronts, uh, private sector part- uh, parties really rising to the occasion to fund and actively manage uh, these types of isolation centers. Uh, now, with regards to the area that we focused on, which is really a, you know the recognition of economic fallout uh, that has been caused by coronavirus and its impact on the most vulnerable in our society, I think what we saw with GiveFood.ng, which is an emergency food relief coalition uh, that was set up very rapidly to create a very efficient and effective crowdfunding system to enable uh, everyday Nigerians to support the most vulnerable in their community. Uh, we were actually able to uh, set up this coalition very rapidly within about 72 hours. We uh, were able to redeploy the technology that we use as Babangona in delivering tens of thousands of metric tons of uh, products to individuals at the bottom of the pyramid in remote communities and redeploy that technology to enable food to be distributed to vulnerable through existing uh, supply chains, supermarkets. So with GiveFood.ng, we were able to very quickly build a coalition of, of well over 30 partners, a network of over 100 distribution points through supermarkets, uh, a volunteer network of over 150 volunteers uh, that would help to identify the most vulnerable in these different communities, uh, scale of systems that started in just one state in Lagos, and now we've been able to spread nationwide, uh, operating now in over 11 states uh, of the Federation. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, being able to very efficiently and effectively over 200,000 meals. A really impressive coalition that you've built up, and we're privileged at Africa Practice to be one small member of that coalition. Tell us the collaboration with state government feature of your ability to roll out and achieve the scale that, that you've now achieved? I think the state governments have been uh, critical partners, uh, particularly uh, key thought partners in the early days as we got going. Because we recognized the need to get to scale very quickly, 
the focus was primarily on how do we identify those private sector partners that are already today delivering food to people across the country and how do we leverage those networks to be able to ensure that we can basically plug in a system that allows for a vulnerable individual to literally walk into you know any of their supermarkets across the country present a simple five digit code and that code code could be verified the individual could pick up the donated food and the uh, distribution partner could be paid efficiently and so that was really the crux of the of the model that we built another critical part of this was around motivating everyday Nigerians to to recognize this challenge and step forward and provide you know as little as one dollar to provide a meal to a person in need. A key part of that coalition were the strategic communications partners that you know Africa practice uh, here in Nigeria has played really just an incredible role in leading that whole aspect of, of the initiative. Carla, tell us a bit more about the scale that you've managed to achieve. You referenced 200,000 meals. You referenced the number of states that you've managed to roll out in. Give us, give us a, a, more of an idea of the scale and what's involved on the, on the technology side. For those of our listeners who are not familiar with the GiveFood.ng model, I think it would be helpful to spell it out a little bit more clearly. Sure. So GiveFood.ng, the, the, end, uh, the, the goal of GiveFood.ng was to create a highly efficient system that actually is more efficient than giving cash. Uh, for somebody who wants to support a family in need in their community, to be able to do that safely and securely from their home. So the way that GiveFood.ng works is that if you would like to support someone in your community, you can simply go to GiveFood.ng. You would load whatever amount you want to donate on the platform. Uh, it gets converted to to food packs. Uh, so a food pack is, is uh, valued at about 2,000 naira, And um, that food pack is designed to provide enough food for one person for one week. Um, so about 21 meals. You can now donate that food pack electronically either directly to somebody you know by simply putting in their phone number and that and a token will be delivered to that individual that they can uh, go and claim at any of the network of over 100 supermarket partners across the country. Or you can donate that food back to a particular community you want to support. Um, and uh, you can do that really on a hyper-local basis down to the different neighborhoods in which the different supermarkets are, are in. Uh, once you select one of the supermarkets, we will, we've identified for every supermarket a volunteer partner that is a grassroots level organization working in that community with the most uh, vulnerable. Uh, your food packs will then be uh, transferred to the account of the, that volunteer partner. And that volunteer partner would be able to then transfer that food pack to an individual uh, in need. Oftentimes, we have seen that in certain communities uh, where the most vulnerable uh, would uh, struggle to be able to access and redeem those tokens, uh, that the volunteer build food packs and distribute them. Looking in a post-COVID environment, what lessons do you think you can take from the success of this model for security, um, for agricultural supply chains? You've spent a good part of your career and you've been acknowledged globally and awarded with, I know, at least a couple of awards. Well, what has the pandemic taught you and its intense focus on supporting the most vulnerable? What lessons do you draw from that that will inform your work in supporting agriculture in Nigeria and food security more generally and going forward? I think the key lesson for me with this is the solutions exist. They may not all be resident within one organization. 
Um, but I think if we create an environment that creates incentive structures for uh, private sector partners to collaborate, I think Gifu.ng shows what is possible very rapidly, right? We've now been able to see that, look, we can create a system that is able to uh, effectively raise capital and support, deliver uh, aid to the most vulnerable, but it required multiple skill sets, right? It required, you know, our technology expertise at Babangona to build the system. It required the supply chain expertise of the supermarket partners. It required the communications expertise of partners like Africa Practice and many other of our coalition partners. And so I think, you know, what it's taught me is that many of these really what may seem as intractable problems, if we get the right group of people together, uh, create the right incentive structures, uh, I'm quite confident that we can solve many of these problems much faster uh, than we probably previously uh, anticipated. Kola, here, here. I couldn't agree with you more. I think we've seen really um, exemplary examples of collaboration um, since the pandemic struck. What you didn't refer to in, when you referenced just now all the various skill sets required from different partners is the critical importance of a, a lead coordinator, someone at the center pulling together all the strings and making things happen. And that's the job that you've been doing so ably and so well in Nigeria with, with GiveFood.ng. I'm afraid that with the absence of that, we've seen really great initiatives with, with really strong partners and fall at the first hurdle. Um, so it's a real credit to you, Kola, that, um, that you've managed to hold this co- well, drive this coalition, hold it together and deliver on, on, on that promise. Kola Masha, thank you so much for joining us today, Kola. It's a great pleasure to speak to you. Pleasure to be here. Thank you.